Welcome to Natural Wellness Tips Podcast, a weekly broadcast all about leading a healthy, happy, and wholehearted life. Hello, and welcome back to the Natural Wellness Tips Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Shaw. We are on the seventh of seven chakras. My goodness, time has just flown going through this. I hadn't intended to do such a series about the chakras and it just grew into something so amazing and it's been so fun to hear your feedback. Everyone's really been enjoying it and oh, that makes my heart so happy to know that it's uh, being received well and you guys are feeling like you're gaining information and knowledge from it. So thank you so very much for listening. As you guys know, the Reboot You and Thrive program has relaunched and you can check, check it out by clicking the link down below. Or you can just go to, uh, let me get you the link. It's www.vit.ly forward slash join reboot. Um, and if you head over there, you actually are going to get a free morning routine workbook. So go to that link. It'll be down below in the description. You can click on it or it's bit.ly forward slash join reboot. So make sure you go and grab that free workbook. You can always check me out on Instagram. The link is on my Instagram at natural underscore wellness underscore tips. And you can find the information there too. But I hope you decide to join the Reboot You Challenge. People are loving it. The feedback is amazing. And people are really just starting to gain some really consistent habits in their lives. And I love seeing that. It just fills my heart. So yay. Well, let's dive in. Let's talk about the seventh chakra. Just took a sip of water. Sorry. Should have done that before I started talking. Well, the seventh chakra is known as Sahasara in Sanskrit, and it's located on the top of the head. If you're looking at the lotus petals, this one has a thousand lotus petals, and it's correlated with our cerebral cortex or our, our gray matter, our brain. And it's also functions with the pituitary gland. And so the brain, the cerebral cortex is kind of the master of our bodies, right? And the pituitary gland is the master of the other glands. So its job is to release hormones to direct other organs and glands within our body how to function. So it's kind of, you know, everything with the seventh cortex is kind of like overseeing the way our bodies function, which is pretty cool. Psychological not or yeah, just basically the, the psychological function is knowledge, understanding, transcendent consciousness. It's, it's all about that higher processing. And when this chakra is functioning properly, it has to do with pure bliss. We are just blissful and happy. And the element is thought. So everything that has to do with that higher thought, higher processing. You'll see the color be listed as two different things, either a violet color or a white, pure white color. More commonly, it's uh, referred to as this beautiful white light. And the mantra here is just pure silence. It's just sitting in it in the silence. So when we are balanced in our crown chakra, which is by far the hardest chakra to really find true balance in, because it's so it's such a higher power. It's such a connection to a higher being. But when you're balanced here, you have consciousness, inner beauty, grace. You're receiving insight and information from the universe and those around you. You have understanding, acceptance, bliss, divine wisdom, intelligence. You're just in this state of ah, like peace. And if your excess here in energy, this is functioning too high, you're constantly frustrated. You could deal with mental health issues, migraines, depression, 
if it's deficient, so there's not enough energy moving through your crown chakra, uh, you're kind of feeling uninspired in life. You don't have a meaning, no spark of joy, no aspirations, no real inspiration in life. You just kind of feel stuck, overwhelmed, helpless, like just going through the motions of life. So when we're balanced here, we're living awake in a fully conscious state, living in the moment, uh, see things really like as they are. Um, you're able to really separate out like the world happening to you so much. It's not happening to you, but it's just happening around you and you're just lucky enough to be part of it. You have conscious and subconscious mind on the same track. So 90% of our thoughts are subconscious and many of our subconscious thoughts are just negative down in the dumps thoughts. And you're constantly telling yourself horrible things and, and talking poorly to yourself. And then consciously you're like, you're awesome. You're amazing. But your subconscious mind isn't agreeing because you haven't done the work to meld those two yet. So when you, you do the work here in the crown chakra and you meld those two, you can be truly balanced in the conscious and subconscious mind and have them on the same track. You'll just really feel balanced and peace at peace with life if you're balanced in the chakra, right? Like that's pretty powerful. That's pretty cool to be able to do that. So that's what we want to, to feel. That's where we want to be. So the crown chakra represents the ruling principle of life, the place where the underlying order and meaning of all things is ultimately perceived. The function of this chakra is knowing, and it is through the crown chakra that we reach into the infinite body of information and run it through our other chakras to bring it to recognition and manifestation. The chakra relates to the brain, especially the higher brain or cerebral cortex. So you're looking at thoughts coming to us from the universe, from divine intervention, from God or whatever it be that you pray to, worship to, meditate to, whatever your idea of higher power is. Everything's coming in through the crown chakra and it's moving down through our other chakras to be manifested into this physical world, into reality. So when you read about the crown chakra, you read a lot about consciousness and it's really easy to kind of break it down into two types of consciousness, that which descends through our chakras. And like I was saying, becomes concrete information useful for manifesting in the world uh, and that which, um, well, so, so if we're talking about that, the information or the consciousness that's coming down, like just think about if you ever have had those thoughts where you're like, I just need to call this person. You don't know why. But something told you, you just need to call somebody. And then you call them and they needed you in that moment. Or you were like, I need to like turn off this road for some reason. And then you find out later that there was a huge crash on that road and you would have been involved in it had you not turned off that road. Like that is you truly listening to that higher consciousness, allowing it to descend through your body and making it concrete information, making it concrete facts in our lives. So that's pretty cool. That is what we're talking about when we're like bringing things in from the universe. I, every morning in my morning routine, I journal and I have a whole journaling process. And then I close my eyes and I thank the universe for its guidance, its wisdom. And I tell the universe that I'm listening. I'm keeping my eyes open, my ears open. I'm doing my best to follow the guidance that it's giving me. And that is me saying my crown chakra is open. I'm here. I'm listening. Please guide me on my direction. Where am I going? What am I doing? What should I be doing with my life today? What is my purpose? Who can I help? Who can I serve, right? I'm opening my, my mind up for that information to be processed down so I can make it concrete and make it reality. Then you have 
things that expand and travel up and outward into more abstract, abstract plans. So that's the second level of consciousness. So that's more like what we think about has a lot of, I mean, in both directions, what we think about has a lot of power in our life. So whether you've probably heard the saying, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. It really has to do more with your mindset. So if you always think that you'll be poor, you're going to manifest actions and people and situations in your life that'll corroborate that so that your conscious and subconscious mind can agree. Instead, if you believe that money is abundant and easy to earn, you're more likely to manifest positive things into your life, right? If you are constantly saying you're going to be fat, then you're going to be manifesting things into your life, like injuries to stop you from working out or, you know, not you know, planning enough. So you're stopping to get fast food because you're starving. Like, but if you truly believe that you could be fit and healthy and happy, then you're going to manifest those positive things into your life. What you think is what becomes reality. And this all processes up and down through our crown chakra. It is attachment to limitations in our lives that form obstacles to both our spiritual growth and our lives. This is the biggest demon for the crown chakra. There's no greater practice for developing the seventh chakra than meditation. Uh, Meditation is used to enhance, soothe, and harmonize the vibrational aspects of the body and mind, cleansing the mind of this like daily habitual clutter. We just kind of pile things on. So this is always an example I love to give, but let's face it, uh, the mind and our thoughts need cleansing. While few of us would consider eating dinner on yesterday's dirty dishes, we think nothing of tackling a new problem from yesterday's cluttered mind. It's no matter we feel tired, confused, and ignorant. That is a quote right out of The Wheels of Life. I love that book. So really thinking about that, it's it's no wonder we feel horrible, right? Meditation is both an end and a means, and we may achieve better clarity, mood elevation, or simply better physical coordination uh, if we function in that realm where we are constantly cleansing that plate, cleansing that palate, and... um, making meditation a priority. So next week's episode is going to be all about meditation because I didn't want to lump meditation just straight in here with the crown chakra. I think it deserves its own platform and its own space. But knowing and understanding that meditation has so many benefits for us. And next week, I'm going to give you some real life, simple explanations and examples of meditation and and how you can start to incorporate it into your life. That'll be super fun to dive into. So make sure you turn into next week's episode for that info. So let's talk about, you know, the the crown chakra is kind of more abstract than the other chakras. It's a little more like woo-woo. It's like it's connecting to that higher power. It's visualizing the intuition coming in from that higher power. It's definitely not, you know, like root chakra. Go put your feet in the dirt. Connect to the earth, right? It's very physical. And the crown chakra, the seventh chakra, Sahasara, is much more abstract, much more spiritual, much more focused on thought, knowledge, consciousness, lighter. It's just lighter. So it's definitely a little bit of a different chakra, and it's um, one of the harder ones to understand and master for sure. But let's, let's talk about some of the things that you can do to support the chakra. So there's always some yoga poses that we can do, right? One of the best ones is is balasana or just child's pose. Down dog, Adamukha Shavasana is so good for the chakra. Uh, headstand, tripod headstand, that connection with the crown chakra to the mat 
uh, rabbit pose where you are kind of like an embryo pose. You're curled up in a tiny little ball kneeling and your hands are on your heels and then you roll up onto the crown of your head. That is uh, rabbit pose. That's a good one to connect with your third chakra. And just simple seated pose in med- meditation. That is amazing for your crown chakra. So habits that you can do to balance this chakra our meditation. We are going to dive so deep into meditation next week. It deserves its own episode. I can't wait. Guided visualization, unplugging, turning off electronics, journaling, you know, doing those things that kind of open you up to receive, getting you ready to receive from the outside world. And then there's some different essential oils. Why do I keep yawning? I'm so sorry. So let's talk about some of my favorite essential oils for this this chakra. When you're using essential oils for this chakra, you're going to place them right on the crown of your your head, so right on the tippy top of your head, or you can diffuse them or breathe them in. But the first one is Purify. And Purify is a blend, and it's uh, known as a cleansing blend. It's great for purification. So cleansing blend assists individuals in releasing toxic emotions and entering a cleansing state. It revitalizes the energy system, washing away negative influences. This blend supports individuals who feel trapped by negativity or toxicity. Cleansing blend provides freedom from past habits and patterns, and it is especially helpful in combating toxic feelings of hate, rage, enmeshment, and in, severe, as, and, and in severing other negative attachments. It's wonderful for cleansing space. If you want to clear a space of negative energy, like a household... You can spray it around the house or diffuse it. Um, I mean, it's going to get rid of both like the like bad smells that you smell, but it's also going to get rid of bad energies. Diffused in the air, these oils can facilitate emotional breakthrough. Uh, in order to heal, one must receive, but in order to receive, one must first release what is blocking the new clean energy from entering. Cleansing blend supports the individual and in constantly releasing the old so that they may be open to the new. So if you feel like you can't move forward because you have some built up negative energies from your past, like this is a great essential oil. It purifies your thoughts. It purifies your emotions. It's definitely a really cool one to have on hand. And then all of this, this emotional stuff I'm reading is out of that Emotions and Essential Oils book. It's just such a good one. So another one that is great for this chakra is wintergreen is the oil of surrender. Wintergreen can assist strong-willed individuals of letting go of the need to know and need to be right. It takes great internal strength to, to surrender to a higher power. Wintergreen imbues the soul with this, this strength and teaches how to let go and be free of our negativity and pain one holds onto. The belief that life is painful and must be shouldered alone makes it so. Wintergreen invites individuals to surrender these strong opinions. Wintergreen reminds individuals that they do not have to do life on their own and there's constant invitation to surrender one's burden to the higher power. All that is required is to release and let go and Wintergreen teaches that one can turn their hardships over to that power greater than themselves. They do not have to carry the burden of life all alone. So really cool emotional benefits there. Then you have frankincense. This is one of my faves for this chakra. So frankincense is the oil of truth and it reveals deceptions and false truth and invites individuals to let go of lower vibrations, lies, deceptions, and negativity. This oil helps create new perspectives based on light and truth and frankincense recalls to memory, spiritual understanding, gifts, 
wisdom, and knowledge that the soul brought into the world. It is a powerful cleanser of spiritual darkness. Frankincense assists in pulling the scales of darkness from the eyes, the barriers from the mind, and the walls from the heart through connecting the soul with the inner light. This oil reveals the truth. When you're talking about frankincense um, and the seven chakra, it supports in, in creating a healthy attachment to one's father figure and then also assists in spiritual awakening and helps an individual feel love from the divine so if you're feeling like forgotten or or unprotected by that it allows you to enhance your prayers your meditation and that connection to god or your higher power or whoever it is that you pray to uh, meditate to worship to whatever that be and then another one, some of the more expensive ones are really great for the chakra. It's funny. Uh, but Melissa is amazing here. Uh, and Melissa is, helps to bring light, bring in light. It's the oil of light. Melissa awakens the soul to truth and light. It reminds individuals of who they truly are and what they came to this earth to be. Melissa invites one to release everything and anything that holds them back from reaching their fullest potential. So if you're feeling like you're heavy with burdens of life and you're just not able to shine your full enthusiasm, your full brightness, grab yourself some Melissa and use it. I've been using that lately. I really like it. It's for that. It's just so good to kind of like step up into the next level. And then sandalwood is the oil of secret devotion. It's a great one here. It assists with all kinds of prayers, meditation, spiritual worship. So it's great during your meditation. It teaches reverence and respect for deity and has been used since ancient times for its powerful ability to calm the mind, still the heart, and prepare the spirit to commune with God. So just connecting with that higher power, that higher spirit, it allows you to make that connection and it kind of opens that portal up for you. And then the last one is Zendocrine. And this is great if you're trying to kind of transition through things. So we get here. The oil of vitality and transition. It's obviously cleansing to the body, but it assists during times of transition and change um, and can help you get rid of old habits and limiting beliefs. So if you know that you're self-sabotaging and you're kind of stuck with that decrease, that inability to have the subconscious and conscious mind on the same page, grab your, uh, detox, your detoxification banner, your zendocrine, and that'll really help you help you there. So some really cool oils that you can use during meditation or you focus on this chakra. And then lastly, tell you about just a couple crystals. I have a beautiful amethyst wand for my crown chakra. I'm obsessed with it. It's so pretty. Uh, But those amethyst, purple fluorite, quartz, those are great crystals to strengthen the chakra. If you are dealing with long-term issues with your crown chakra, long-term chaos, kind of like, you know, really haven't ever been able to connect here or just feel like you have a lot of really negative limiting beliefs and things, grab some black tourmaline. It's really powerful for that. So just to help release. And then some other ones, if you feel like you're kind of an excess in this chakra is light citrine, gold topaz, light amber. Those will be some, some good ones for you um, in this chakra. So I hope that you enjoyed learning about the seven chakras as much as I enjoyed teaching you about them. It's been so much fun to just get to chat with you guys and and teach you more about the chakras. I'm going to be putting together a, um, I've been working on it, I just haven't finished it yet, but like a little like cliff notes of my chakras, uh, just so you guys have a little resource to turn to. So I will get that out to you guys and I'll let you know on the podcast when I release it. 
but you can also follow me on Instagram at natural underscore wellness underscore tips and I'll announce it there too. Uh, but just like a little ebook that has all of this info on it for you guys. So you can go back and check it out whenever you want. But yeah, this is, this has been super fun. I'm super excited that you guys stuck with me the whole way. Next week, we'll come back and talk more about meditation and how to use that as a tool for you to really connect with your seventh chakra and also with all of your chakras and just kind of cleanse your mental health, work on improving your subconscious thoughts and things. So really, really grateful for all of you listeners. Thank you so much. And I hope that you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. As always, namaste. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe and head over to Instagram to keep up with me daily at Natural Wellness Tips. See you next week.